0: Is it common in America to actually go engagement ring shopping with your partner?
1: This is so funny because I was actually just at a Galentine's and half the girls there were engaged and, and half, you know, some were thinking about it and some, um, some were not, but somebody was like, did you go, did you all pick out your engagement rings with your partner? And we were all like, yeah, (laughs) like, or in my case, like I picked out a few and then I was like, just pick from one of those, like two or three. Um, so that's it's a really interesting posed question yeah
0: What's up, bridal babes? I hope you're ready to talk weddings with me on another episode of your favorite wedding podcast, Bridal Buzz. I'm your host, Kat, and today we're joined in the studio with an engaged bride-to-be. Her name is Natalie. That rhymed. We're going to learn all about her, her relationship, her engagement, and then we're going to have her react to some proposal and like early engagement-related stories from our favorite, Weddit. So before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know you have a little gift here from the cake shop here in San Antonio. Love... They, of course, specialize in cake, as you can hear in their name, but they also do a bunch of fun desserts. So we have like a chocolate-covered marshmallow, a chocolate-covered Rice Krispie, a chocolate-covered Oreo This is an Oreo cupcake, strawberry cupcake, and then a Mexican chocolate cupcake. Wow. Yes, so we can get into that, uh, you know, whenever we want, but those are here for you. excited. From the cake shop. Thank you. Yes. And any other San Antonio couples out there looking for some sweets for their sweet, sweet day, the cake shop is ready for you. So with that, let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right. Yay. Uh, Okay. So Natalie, tell me a little bit about like you and your partner, how long have you guys been together? And then when did you get engaged?
1: Yeah. um, So my partner and I have been together for five years. Um, We met in college a little bit east of Houston, and we got engaged this past August, um, actually in Italy. Wow. Um, Yes, in Venice. Um, So we've been engaged for about six months. So we're doing all things wedding planning and getting ready and it's been quite a journey yes
0: and when is your wedding date
1: our wedding is june
0: 24th of this year okay so you had just like an eight to no a ten month engagement yeah
1: it it was pretty quick
0: wow but (laughs) that's i feel like 10 months is perfect that's all you really need to make sure you have all the details set yes and yeah so Tell me a little bit about yourself as a bride would you consider yourself traditional or non-traditional
1: yeah that's a really good question um i've been considering myself as a traditional bride Um, i'm trying to incorporate some unique aspects into my wedding including um, some cultural aspects i'm lebanese so i've been trying to incorporate those kinds of items Um, but other than that i'm kind of leaning more towards the traditional route okay cool and what are some
0: like? Uh, typical Lebanese wedding traditions that you're looking to do
1: yeah so um we are going to have like a cultural dance group it's known as a as a zaffi and they're actually going to be introducing um me as a bride wow. and then my and my groom whenever we're actually entering our reception and they'll do a, like a unique dance um, so and they have these traditional kind of costumes so it's gonna be really fun and then um we're we are doing a wedding cake but we're doing some Arabic desserts as well oh, I love that yes and what culture does your fiance come from um, my fiance is actually from Italy he was born and raised in Italy um, we met in college as he was an international student so we're kind of going for a Mediterranean vibe oh
0: my gosh I <laughs> love that so that explains the Italian proposal yes <laughs> yeah so
1: tell me a little bit more about that like how did it happen did you know it was coming yeah Um. so I had an inkling that when we were traveling to Italy um, for like a couple of week vacation that it might happen. Um, So being the person that I am, I packed three different white dresses, um, should it happen. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For them
0: every night. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just in case, just in case. I love that. Um, But it did come as a surprise in the fact that it happened early on in our trip. And um, we took a a family trip with my fiance and his parents um, to Venice. And we were planning like a dinner and a gondola ride. And that's where it ended up happening was halfway through our gondola ride he proposed and um you know the rest is history and i just remember being you know you you might be expecting it a little bit but i was still in shock because i didn't know it was going to happen yeah you
0: have a little bit of anticipation like of when it might happen, but you don't know the exact details. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. It yeah. exactly. was very similar
0: for me because I gave my fiance a timeline that he had to propose on. So I was like, <laughs> we have two weeks left in this timeline. It's going to happen in those two weeks. So yes. uh, I'm going to wear something cute tonight just in case. Same as you girl. same as you. Have my nails done just in just case. Just in case. Just in case. Because if not, we're moving to Montana. That's what I told him. There you so. go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. What else is on this list? So do you plan on changing your last
1: name when you get married? Um, I do plan on changing my last name. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've heard a little bit about some of like the paperwork or the prep work that goes into it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to change my last name.
0: Yeah. yeah, me too. That's such an exciting part of just like growing up and yes. being excited to be married. And yes. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: and then all the shirts I have that say like future misses. like, you know, I need it to have the correct last name. Right. That would be
0: super <laughs> awkward if you were not planning on taking the last name and you had like all of these things with, and you're like, actually that's his mom. Yes.
1: Yes. Not me. Not me.
0: (laughs) Um, okay. So how many people are you guys going to have in your wedding party?
1: Um, we have 14 in our wedding party. Okay. So seven each, seven each. Nice. That's a pretty good number. I think a good number. Um, you know, we both have larger families, so we were able to incorporate some people from our family, but also those close friends that are basically family. Yeah,
0: nice. Yeah. And do you have plans for a bachelorette bachelor trips yet?
1: I do. Um, so we just got my bachelorette finalized in Austin. We're doing like a low key um, pool, like a boat and spa situation. Oh, nice. Um, and my fiance is also planning something out near Canyon Lake with his boys. So he's still in the planning. Process process, but I have a fabulous maid of honor and matron of honor my sister and my sister-in-law that have taken care of it yeah, yeah yeah and
0: so all of the bridal party all of your bridesmaids will be there for the bachelorette
1: yes yeah yeah nice do you plan yeah. on bringing
0: anybody else with you there
1: um i have invited a, a few of my close friends um that are not necessarily in the bridal party um but we're still very close that will be joining us yeah that's fun yes it's the more weekend. the merrier
0: yeah 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 Yes, i um i brought my bridesmaids but i also invited two of my cousins because i was <gasps> like I I want some some of my family to be here and yeah. I just I would I would not sit well with it at the end of the day, if I didn't bring them with me yes. or like let them know that they were welcome. So, yes. and yeah.
1: I want to say, I saw the outfits that you posted and I loved them. They were, Yay. they were so cute. Thank you. <laughs> it
0: was one of the most stressful parts about the bachelorette party was picking out the outfits. Really? Okay. <laughs> there's okay. so
1: many options. I believe that there's
0: just so many ways you can go with it too. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, what do, do I want to go for chic when I'm going out on the town? Do right. I want to go for like, Sezzy when I'm going out on the town like how <laughs> yes. do I want to look you know what's the yeah. vibe you can do it all you can do anything so I love that just I think honing in for me I was like okay night one I'm gonna go with like um chic I just you know woke up like this vibes like it almost looked like white pajama like silky pajamas that I wore out on the town that was Very the vibe cute. I went for and then the disco cowgirl for the the wine tasting that
1: was so yeah. sweet I yeah. loved that I loved so that
0: <laughs> and the wine tour bus that we got just like Chef's kisses. It was an epic weekend. Highly recommend it. Uh, Yeah. Love it. Okay. Last questions. Two more questions. What's been the most surprising thing about being engaged?
1: Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, You know, one of the most surprising things is like with all of the wedding planning and coordinating like family and coordinating like this event and this event, Um, you know, you really just have the opportunity to just talk through and figure out details for these things that maybe you had a certain idea, but your fiance or like some input from family, mm. they might have something different, but it kind of helps to hear their perspective and kind yeah. of just make a plan move moving forward um that's one thing like you know when you're dating like yeah there are special events but this is a pretty big event yeah, <laughs> so and there are
0: like three or four that lead up to that event yes, as well yeah yes. engagement parties bridal showers yes, all of the things all of the, so, the things
1: all of the things yeah
0: and it is it's like something you don't think about until you're in that position of like oh like I wonder what my mother in law thinks about this, or she, yeah. Ha- yeah, if there are traditions that I should be thinking about, or right. yeah, yeah, right,
1: and just making sure everyone's included. Yeah, oh, yes. and that's sweet of you because you don't have to include it. You don't have to. No, no, <laughs> that's something to remember as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay, and last question: What are you most excited for on your wedding day?
1: Ooh, um, you know, the thing I'm most excited for is just, we have so much family coming from out of country, even Mm. is just like being surrounded by the people that I truly love and enjoy, you know, being able to unite with some of the friends that I haven't seen in such a long time. Like everybody can just gather. I want everybody to have fun, be relaxed and, you know, just, just celebrating.
0: Yeah. All (laughs) right, Fritz. He's done. Are are you done with your couch time? Big stretch. (laughs) It's big (laughs) stretch. Stretch. He's like, okay, that was section one, section <laughs> one's over, on to the wedded stories. Yes. He wants front row spot. <laughs> yes. Making time for yourself while you're planning your wedding can be pretty difficult. Trust me. I get it. But with the Sweaty Studio, it can actually be pretty easy. Callie's approach to Pilates on her app is accessible for anybody, no matter where you're at in your health and fitness journey, no matter how much time you have in your day, and no matter what equipment you have at your house. Her attitude toward fitness is all about self-love and just feeling better in your body. Nothing about that toxic mentality of shredding for the wedding. And I'm super excited to let you guys know that Callie and the Sweaty Studio are offering one free month to all of you bridal babes with the code BUZZ. You'll get access to that February self-love challenge that's going on right now. And you'll also be able to get started on the March challenge that's coming up. But with that, you'll also get access to all of her videos from five minutes to 40 minutes. Some are meditations, some are workouts, and all of them are geared toward a more positive and uplifting mentality for you. So make sure you head to sweatystudio.com, type in that code BUZZ, B-U-Z-Z, for one free month access to Sweaty Studio. And if you're joining us on these monthly challenges, please let me know in the comments, slide into my DMs. I want to know, and we can hold each other accountable and have fun with it. So again, sweatystudio.com, code BUZZ for one free month. Okay, and also I don't know if you mentioned this, but you also have a schnauzer. I don't know if you told I do. the bridal babes. I did but, not tell yeah. the
1: bridal babes. I have a mini schnauzer. Um, his name is Kenny. He looks almost identical to Fritz. <laughs> um, and they have the same vibe. Yeah. So, so they kind of match the energy.
0: Look at him. Uh, you guys can't see him right now, but he's just full flopped on the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so cute. I love so him. So cute. Okay, so wet it. Here we come. Ooh. I found a good amount of stories and I'm not going to be able to read all of them which is always the hardest part yes (laughs) yes oh which ones are the ones I'm gonna read okay so first story of the day the title is has my proposal been ruined before I've even done it hi all I went over to my girlfriend's parents house yesterday to ask for their blessing so I can ask her to marry me as I'm planning on doing so soon they said yes, but her mother told her best friend, who misunderstood and texted my partner saying congratulations on getting engaged, and thanked her for her Christmas gifts. My partner was weirded out, but soon received a text saying it was sent by mistake. I've been so angry since, but have kept it together, but TBH, it felt a little awkward between my other half and I off the back of this. What are your thoughts? Is, is the surprise ruined. Shall I hold off proposing now until this has been forgotten? Ooh. That's some... I didn't... Like, I don't even know what to, th- to think because I, can, I can't even imagine that happening to me.
1: I know. I, I would be so, like, so, so confused. Yes. <laughs> Very confused, yeah. first of all.
0: Yeah. As the bride, like, what do you mean I'm engaged right. from her friend? But then also as this... Um, they actually didn't say gender, but so this person who's trying to, uh, propose to their girlfriend, um, asking the mom and then the mom just ruining the surprise yeah. is heartbreaking.
1: That it really is. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he has a whole plan or, mm-hmm. or he or she has a whole plan in place and that the surprise is like one of the best parts. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. And so I think also, You know, how much of a surprise is it really that they're, you know, talking about getting engaged? Um, You know, if, if their partner is kind of expecting it, I I would also expect maybe my partner's asking for permission while we're in town right now. Like, because I had, that was me. I was like, I, I think Jackson just went to ask my dad permission to (laughs) ask, you know? (laughs) So there's only so much true, like secretiveness. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and I say, you know, if she's excited to get married to you, she's Mm -hmm. not going to be less excited just because she knows there might be a proposal coming soon.
1: I think so too. I think it was just like a matter of trying to decipher that text message. Right, You start to get all in your head like, Oh yeah, right. Maybe they are asking for my hand in marriage Uh and all of these things. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to ruin it. If anything, maybe it opens up a conversation for them. Right. You know? Like if they
0: haven't talked if about it haven't. yet, yeah, it's important to talk. Talk about your engagement before you get engaged. <laughs> There's a lot of things that you need to cover. Like yes. just long term, are we going to have the same beliefs mm-hmm. on how to handle these situations. Yeah. Because that's really impar- uh, important in long-term partnerships. Definitely. Um and if you, you know, finances and how to raise the kids yeah. and you know what your long-term goals are in life. Yes. Um that I feel like that all naturally comes with when are we taking the next step? Yes. And I don't know if there's a couple out there that doesn't talk about it. Oh yeah. I mean that would concern me.
1: <laughs> that yeah, that would be that would concern me too because it it you know it's a life partnership mm-hmm. and there are like you said there are so many big decisions to make that. Mm. You know, you want to have at least an idea or a structure, a basic structure to kind of go off of.
0: Yeah. And like know that you're on the same page. Definitely. Yeah. So did you and your fiance have conversations prior to the proposal? Like what did that look like?
1: Yeah, we definitely did, you know, just talking about things such as like our careers, about, you know, our overall values, our value system, you know, what is the future look like in terms of our family? Um, you know, we, we've had these conversations as we go along, we've had a lot of moves and a lot of, you know, just like planning out our careers and our lives. Um, but you're right. Whenever you're about to get engaged, you know, you start being, you start having even more discussions that are more thorough about those things Mm -hmm. like finances, family planning, and just overall life in general. It's it's really important. Yeah. And
0: like, don't pop the question until you know you're on the same page. Yes. Um, But so back to the story, Um, his main or their main question is, has my proposal been ruined before I've even done it? My answer would be no, you know, like there's still going to be so much specialness, so much surprise. Yes. Your girlfriend is going to, you know, be happy about it. And I mean, I hope. I can't speak for her. I don't know who she is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know her take on life. Um, but I'm assuming, you know, she'll just be happy to be with you.
1: I think so. I'm on the same page as you, you know, it sounds like he already has this plan here. She already has this plan in motion. Um, and I feel like they'll be able to think of a way to kind of overcome that. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to read, uh, some of the top comments and then they also left us an edit to their post that I'll read. Okay. So top comment. I wouldn't wait. It would probably make it worse. Just go for it. Even if she's expecting it, I'm sure she'll love it. Kind of like what we just said. Like what we said. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then someone else says, if you two ever spend any time together at all, she probably already knows that this is coming soon. I don't think this is uh, truly an out-of-the-blue surprise for most people, and that's a good thing. I would just do whatever you were planning to do. Nothing is ruined.
1: Yeah, kind of on the same page as us.
0: Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. So their edit says... Thanks, everyone, for all of the amazing replies. The good news is she said yes. Yay! Thanks again for all of your kind words. Kiss. X. I'm guessing that means kiss. (laughs) Kisses. I love it. (laughs) I love a happy ending. I
1: know. This is the best ending.
0: And I feel like with situations like this, it can be really easy to get in your head. Yeah. Um, And I know there's just so much pressure put onto the partner that proposes. Yeah. So, like... They just want to make sure it's as magical and as special as their partner could ever want it to be. And I just love that they're coming to Reddit being like, help, did I ruin, is it ruined? Like, (laughs) right? will I be okay? Will she still say
1: yes? Will she love me forever? You need an unbiased opinion. Uh
0: Uh (laughs) Somebody
1: that can just, you know, call it as they see it. Yes. Yes.
0: And these people, you know, said it how it is. It's like, dude, just, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. happy ending. Yay. Okay. Next story. Another proposal related one. Proposal at someone else's wedding with the bride's blessing. Cute or tacky? I have a friend, 27 female, whose fiance 28 male proposed at a wedding. My friend was a bridesmaid in the wedding and the bride gave her blessing to her fiance. I will forever tell this friend that her proposal was amazing and beautiful. However, whenever this happens, a proposal at a wedding with slash without the couple's blessing, I always think the fiancé really couldn't think of any other moment besides that other couple's moment to propose. Like there are millions of other options. I'm curious if I'm in the minority opinion. And then there's a, a section that's TLDR, which means too long, didn't read. If someone proposes at a wedding with the bride's blessing, is it cute or still tacky?
1: What do you think? Ooh. You know, it, it's not that I think it's tacky. I think I just would really want that day to myself. <laughs> um, you know, you only, you, you have this big day, you put so much thought and effort into it. I would really want, you know, the bride and the groom to be showcased. Um so I think I am going to stick with tacky on that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah.
0: If we have two options, cute or tacky, I, it definitely has to lean toward the tacky. Yeah. And I think it, unless it's the bride's idea, Yeah, she's like, look, I know you're thinking about proposing. I want you to do it at my wedding. Yes. Like it would literally make my world. And if you don't do it at my wedding, I will be sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Verbatim. It needs it's, to say just that. Yes. yes. Like
0: I think. That's where it's like super, super cute. And honestly, like I, my, one of my siblings is in the position where they're wanting to propose to their partner in soon. Right. And I'm like, you know, I would, I would be okay. I think it would actually be really, really cute Yeah, if they proposed at my wedding. I don't think they will, but like I would let them if they wanted to just because everybody is already there. Like, I don't think that's what his partner wants though. Right. Um, but personally I would, I would be more than happy. Like,
1: yeah.
0: and that's not where I was at six months ago. I didn't even want them to get engaged before my <laughs> wedding because I was like, that's not traditional. Two siblings <laughs> should not be engaged at the same time. Like, let me have my season, you know? I love that. Um, and I've totally 180. I'm like, just let's have a shared wedding. Like F it. Well, whatever. Everyone's
1: there. Let's just do it. Split the cost down exactly. the middle. Yeah. Yes. Y'all just
0: get married too with us. Yeah. So, um, while I do think, in general, like I would probably lean toward the, it's tacky yeah. even though I would let it happen yeah. at my own wedding. Um, that's just, that's just how I feel.
1: Yeah. I love the, like the blessing component. Like I give you my blessing, you know, I didn't even think about how you could have all the people you both love surrounded, mm-hmm. you know, so I can see it kind of going both ways. Yeah. I love yeah.
0: that. And I think it, it always just comes down to like the type of community that you guys are surrounded by, Yes. you know, We always say weddings are D-I-F-Y. Do it for you. Do it for yourself. So as long as the bride's happy, I'm happy. And if other people want to judge the decisions they made on their wedding day, that's on them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll probably see stories like this on the Wedding Shaming subreddit because people just have strong opinions about weddings. Okay. Okay. And we love it. But, you know, sometimes just keep it to yourself. Yes. So the top comment is... Tacky, the bride and groom get one day, let them have it. And I think that's assuming that it's like even though the bride is giving them permission, you're still taking something from them. Which it's like, no, I I genuinely think if the bride has said it's okay, yeah. She means that. Yeah. And and if she doesn't, that's on her. And she has to learn how to advocate for herself. Right. But this concept of let them have their day, it's Mm -hmm. like I I am. Like, this was a mutually agreed decision.
1: Yeah, like it was talked about. We made a plan. Yeah, I think that's the key element. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think most of the people here are just not into it. The wedding subreddit tends to be very much like uh, traditional leaning uh, responses is what I've found. Okay. So sometimes I have very different opinions. (laughs) I'll go in and comment and be like... Do not listen to these other people on here. (laughs) You do whatever you want, boo. That dress is beautiful. Like, yeah. So anyway, next story. Oh, this is kind of similar to what we just, it's timelines. Um, Am I wrong for getting married before my sister? My sister got engaged in November of 2021. She planned her wedding date for end of October of 2023. I was planning on proposing because we need to buy a house and can do one more lease where we can remain in our apartment for a year being married and then buy a house. I proposed in early June, and we set our date for beginning of April 2023. I think my sister is upset because we are stealing her thunder and wants us to wait. But if we wait until after... We will literally have to get married and buy a house the next month or sign another lease, which we don't want to do because we are ready for the next step. We try to be polite and plan our wedding far out from hers. Thank you for any response.
1: Ooh. hmm Okay.
0: Yeah. So it seems like the main time crunch for them is wanting to be able to save up for a little bit longer to buy a house instead of yeah. rushing into buying a house immediately after their wedding yeah. which makes sense makes a
1: lot of sense especially
0: if they're you know financing a lot of their own wedding yeah um it, both of those things are very expensive yes. things yes um so i think this is interesting what do you think
1: you know i i feel like the the writer is is in the right place i think like it sounds like they've explained like their reasoning, their rationale. They even spaced the wedding ahead of time and you know, the cost of a wedding and a house, as you said, if you're financing it yourself, it's exponential. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know, I feel like the writer has kind of has done the right thing and has talked it over and and i i don't think it, you know in april to october that's not i think that's a pretty that's a, spaced right? out like
0: a half year yeah that's mm-hmm. a spaced
1: out amount of time and then you know they're two different people and everybody has like their own needs or their own plan for themselves yeah. so i i think it it sounds like he's in the right place yeah
0: i agree yeah. you know and i can understand also where the sister is coming yeah. from just wanting to have you know her wedding date be special just because i've yes. i've felt like some similar emotions come up during my wedding planning, Yeah, but I've had to talk through them. I've had to work through them. Right. Um, and it wasn't easy. No. Like I literally was with my sibling crying when they're like, Hey, I, I want to propose, you know, and his partner is aware of this. So I'm not like sharing right. things that yes. <laughs> like, <Yes>. out there. <laughs> um, but it, like I was, yeah, sitting there crying with him, trying to let him know where my heart was coming from. Yeah. And, but we were able to come to a mutual understanding and a mutual agreement of like, you know what, I don't, I would rather you follow your heart than Mm -hmm. me be the one that holds you back from that. You know, like I don't want to be a sibling that creates division in the family or any kind of just negative emotions. Like the world does not revolve around me. And sometimes it's easy to feel like that. Like as a bride, I'm like, I want the world to revolve around me just a little bit more. Right. Right. (laughs) Can you guys just consider me a little (laughs) bit? Um, but it, it's just, it just doesn't. And the world goes on. Things happen. People are going to have babies. People are going to have deaths in their family. You know, people are going to graduate and move to different countries and things are going to happen in, just because you're planning a wedding doesn't mean everything gets put on pause.
1: That's a really good point and think really important for all, all brides to just kind of remember brides and grooms alike. And I, I really appreciate that self-awareness component that, you know, you know, you're right. You're, you're doing what's best for you. I don't want to take away joy from your life so I can have my spotlight moment. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a really noble and really important to keep in mind. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And it was an interesting place to be in because everyone I talked to is like, Oh, well, tradition, tradition. And I'm like, you're right. And I do want to have my season.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Just because so much, there's been so many obstacles that have come up that have made me feel like my season's been taken away, you know? And so I'm like, I just... I want to have my season and I still do have my season I have my engagement party Yes, I'm having my bridal shower next weekend (gasps) yes so exciting when this is out I will already have had my bridal shower but yeah I'm really excited I'm
1: excited for you
0: (laughs) so top comment here says no one is obligated to live their life on someone else's calendar your dates are six months apart which is more than enough boom
1: boom done
0: and then some people are kind of questioning, like, why do you have to wait to be married to get a house? And I think it, you know, it comes down to the state you live in and different, like, laws and, oh, okay. you know, however. But sometimes you get diff- different rates when you're, you know, joining, buying something as a a unit. Okay. Uh, as opposed to two separate
1: Entity. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not like super smart on that area, but (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, okay.
0: (laughs) I have ever heard somebody tell me that they were going to, they were looking to get married sooner because they wanted to get a better like, uh, interest rate on the house or something. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Bridal babes. Uh, tell me what I said wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else says they're choosing a long engagement, but they can't impose that choice on anyone else. Regardless of your reason for picking the date you did, she's in the wrong for expecting you to wait until after her just because. You've left a considerate and good amount of time between the weddings. If I had two family members getting married in the same year, I'd be happy with six months to recoup some expenses. We had an 18 month engagement and actually joked that someone would probably try and beat us down the aisle. It didn't <laughs> happen, but we honestly would not have cared, unless someone picked the same month or something. She gets a day, not two years.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. okay. I like it.
0: hmm Very fair. Which, yeah, I love that first statement of they're choosing a long engagement, but they can't impose that choice on anyone else. Yeah. Like, just because they made the choice to, I think it was literally a two-year engagement.
1: I think it was. Mm-hmm. November
0: of 21 to October of 23, yeah, so. that's
1: a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: long engagement. I yeah. mean, to each their own, but that's literally just like a long engagement. So, you know, expecting other people to put themselves through a long engagement just because you want to is an unfair.
1: That's a really yeah. good point. I, I like their joke about, we think someone's going to beat us down the aisle during <laughs> that 18 months. I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah.
0: Odds are. Yeah. But nobody did. So that's good for them. Um, And yeah, something for me is like, like I might end up sharing a an anniversary year with my sibling now and that's actually so special to me that is like really special like i didn't ever anticipate that yeah growing up but yeah. that's something that we get to like share you know yeah. if they do end up getting married in 2023, in 2023 as well but that's their plan that would be so yeah.
1: sweet too though that right? is a really good point
0: yeah it's like it's not my year like they're saying no. i have one date yeah like i can't be upset that somebody else wants to get married yeah, you know at the same time. <laughs> yes yeah yes okay how are you feeling like are you cold are you hot I feel good okay yeah I'm really sure before we keep I mean if
1: Fritz was here I'd be even more comfy but I'll let him stay (laughs) he heard you come here sweetie (laughs) so cute
0: (laughs) Fritz is back he wants to give some uh, tips and advice to all the bridal babes out there we trust him if there's one thing that we all know and understand about weddings, it's that there's a lot to learn in not a lot of time. That's why I love Nicole Mara's jewelry and services. Working with gemologist Nikki at Nicole Mara is like taking the funnest crash course on gems and medals that you could ever have all while shopping for your own jewelry. And Nikki is offering 10% off wedding bands when you mention bridal buzz during your consultation. Nikki has amazing band options that you can browse through on her website NicoleMara.com but you can also work with her to create something custom to your liking. Consultations are super easy to set up and are such an incredible way to get connected to the woman behind the brand who is potentially designing your band. How cool is that? So, if you're looking for those timeless, unique wedding bands, make sure you head to NicoleMare.com today, schedule your consultation, and mention Bridal Buzz for 10% off of those bands. Again, mention Bridal Buzz for 10% off of those bands. This one. I was like, what? When I read the title. (laughs) So the title is my gown was stolen. I bought my dress a decade ago when I saw it and fell in love. I watched it finally go on clearance and snatched up my own Vera Wang white dress for only $250 back in 2013. COVID was really hard on me and I gained a lot of weight. My partner proposed in September and I knew I needed to lose weight to fit into my dream gown. I lost 50 pounds since October and it fit. Wow. Wow. Fitting into my dress that I had admired and pictured myself in for a decade was now weeks away. There was a break-in at the alterations business and the thieves stole my gown and my partner's suit. The owner was apologetic and told me to go get a new dress and he'd reimburse me and do the alterations in time today has been a roller coaster of emotions i went to pick up my dress and bring it back home and found out it was stolen i had to go try on dresses while having a really difficult time with the day's events i have a new dress and it's being dropped off for alterations again but i always imagined getting married and looking a certain way i've worked hard to get the body to to fit back into this image and it just sucks it was taken away from me i effing hate people sometimes oh Uh, Yeah. This is one of those situations that is like, you, you, you have no control over that. So it's like, how do you handle it once it's happened? Yeah. Um, you know, I, she got a new dress, she's going to be okay, but she always pictured herself in this specific Vera Wang dress. And Uh she even, you know, worked really, really hard to get her body back to the, the shape that it was to fit into that dress. And, I would just feel so, like, emotionally numb. Yeah.
1: A a decade. Like, that's a long time to hold on to something and just imagine and visualize, like, this is what I'm going to wear on my big day. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Imagine how many times she moved and brought that dress with her. Like, how, you know, how much effort she put into making sure it stayed safe in her own apartment. And then to... You know, have this random, unexpected, uncontrollable event happen um, at you know. I'm assuming at no fault of anyone involved. It's just bad people are bad people, Um, and like. Why why do you have to steal people's wedding dresses? And that
1: is yeah, that is so such a a niche <laughs> like, thing. Like don't
0: be that kind of bad person.
1: No. And I you know, I just imagine like the business owner feeling so at fault and guilty and it's nobody's fault except like you said bad people are bad people. Yeah. But, you know, I can definitely acknowledge, like, how she's feeling and just kind of having to sit with that. I'm really glad she can look and try on new dresses. Yeah. Um, but just that timeline, like, man, that's a long time and that you know financial and just like emotional investment mm-hmm. a long
0: time and the wedding's not months away it's weeks away oh, so
1: i didn't even think about that it's part. like
0: she has to she has to rush into a decision and that i think is the most painful part of all cuz she literally gave herself 10 years 10
1: years my <laughs> and gosh. now she has
0: like you know 3 weeks
1: that's that's insane to yeah. think about yeah
0: yeah so my heart goes out to her okay. um you know i can't even imagine what this would feel like, but at the end of the day, the dress is just a physical object, yeah, like n- nothing happened to you, mm-hmm. nothing happened to your partner that you're gonna be walking down the aisle toward also, like your venue seems like it's still in good shape, yep, you have somewhere to get married, right, right. uh you will be wearing a beautiful dress, maybe it's not the dress you envisioned, definitely. But it's going to be okay.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And what if, you know, what if she's found something that really just suits her new style? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there could be a a plus that comes out of this. And I hope that's the case.
0: Yeah. Like this was in the books; it was part of the plan. Right, and she—you just gotta roll with the punches. Sometimes the punches are a lot more painful than you could expect them to be, Mm -hmm. but you still gotta roll with them. Still gotta roll with them. And that is just such a part of wedding planning—is you never know what to expect along the way. You know, something could happen where a vendor has to change their contract, or something could happen where you know your maid of honor. Gets sick the right. day before your wedding. You right. never know.
1: That's such a really good point mm-hmm. and something to just be aware of because you know things can change pretty quickly. But just being able to go with it and be flexible, yeah. it's, it's going to go a long way. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. we put so much pressure on ourselves to have everything be perfect, and I personally like to have things planned out to a T yes. ahead of time. Yes. Um. And so when things like you know, if I'm trying to go out to dinner at six fifteen and Jackson's not ready, I yeah. get really stressed out. Yeah. And it's like, this is not the biggest deal. <laughs> like yes. it's gonna be okay. Yes. yes. But I am very much like, uh oh, some like I already formulated this whole out and now there's a new part of the equation and my brain does not compute. Yes. And so I totally understand how it would be hard to look past the situation. Yeah. And see it kind of from that bird eye view of like this is still going to be a beautiful day. Like my family is still going to be there. I'm getting married to the person I love. And I not only, you know, got my body to, f- to look the way I wanted it to for the stress, mm-hmm. but I'm sure she just feels better in her body. If she was falling into unhealthy habits mm-hmm. during COVID, mm-hmm. no matter the weight, it's just feeling better. Yes. You know, like I totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely gained close to 50 pounds over COVID. Yeah. So I know what that feels like. Yeah. And, um, shout out to sweaty studio. You guys go get your free month. Ooh. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. cause, uh, that app is just really, really a healthy, happy place to be, to move your body. Um, but anyway, back to the story, let's read the top comment. Okay. They go, I am so sorry. Just like a disappointed face emoji. Maybe keep an eye out online for it. Did you file a police report? Maybe they can also keep an eye out for it if it resurfaces. Sending so much love. It's sweet that the alterations business owner offered to cover a new dress for you. I hope you're able to find one you love. And OP actually responds to this and says, I did, I'm assuming, to the police report. And I called all of the gown consignment places I could find online. I've tried in Marketplace, uh, CL... What is that? Craigslist. Oh,
1: I was like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I was like, um,
0: CL. That's funny. And offer up. I'm in Portland and it was likely houseless folks. I don't see houseless folks using something like Poshmark and mailing anything. Mm. I, I do wonder how common the dress is you know there are a lot of vintage gown stores that's true she's saying she called all the places nearby but uh maybe and yeah she couldn't find anything online yeah but it's like whatever's meant to be is meant to be and i know that's so cheesy but it just is what it it is is. it is Yeah. yeah i agree yeah okay next story The title is, is it common in America to actually go engagement ring shopping with your partner? On Reddit, I see girls who ask for engagement ring advice on a daily basis, but where I'm from, the one who proposes simply picks the ring for the other part. Is it normal to choose a ring your partner pays for yourself? Do you split the cost of the ring?
1: This is so funny because I was actually just at a Galentine's and half the girls there were engaged and, and half, you know, some were thinking about it and some, um, some were not, but somebody was like, did you go, did you all pick out your engagement rings with your partner? And we were all like, yeah, (laughs) like, or in my case, like I picked out a few and then I was like, just pick from one of those, like two or three. Um, so that's, it's a really interesting posed question. Yeah. Because um, I, I think it is common, mm-hmm. but I have a, a small sample size that I'm basing that off of. But
0: all of the girls there said yes. They all said yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that was interesting. Yeah. And I I don't think I would have allowed Jackson to pick to something pick out, out on his own. Okay. Nope.
1: Well, and then it's like, <laughs> I, how, how do you know your style if you don't go look?
0: Actually though, you like know? it's for, it's not just for your partner to know what ring to get you it's yeah. so that you know what ring you yeah. you want on your hand yes. because it is it's the same thing with wedding dresses like before you actually put it on your body on your finger mm-hmm. you can see it on pinterest you can see it on instagram and yeah. be like wow what a gorgeous yeah. you know style. Yeah. But then once you see it on you, it, it might not be exactly what you anticipated. That is so true. Mm-hmm. So Like true. I originally wanted an emerald diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is similar to an emerald cut. It's radiant. It's very pretty. Um, but it's also not as long. Like I think the first one I tried on was also a carrot that I would not be able to afford, okay. but it was so big and like made my finger look like a tiny little sausage. And uh-huh. I, I was like, Actually, no. I take it back. I don't want an emerald. Like I thought, this is what I wanted for years, and now I'm realizing it's not what I want. And so, I think it's totally amazing to shop for rings with your partner, just for that reason. And if you're not going to go with your partner, at least go take pictures, try things on for yourself. Like that's true. And and let your like have that peace of mind within yourself, Mm -hmm. and communicate to your partner. I don't know what um, part of the world OP is from. Oh, they say they're from Germany. Oh, okay. So That's interesting. I mean, I feel like maybe this is also a more modern concept I'm in America that
1: too. Yeah. Um,
0: because I know for sure like my mom did not pick out anything with my dad. Okay. You know, I don't know if you know about I'm, your parents' situation you or know, anything. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. But I feel like it is more common just for couples to make decisions together
1: i think so too yeah. i'm curious what you think about splitting the cost of the engagement mm-hmm. ring that was an interesting question yeah
0: i kind of forgot about that part yeah um yeah i don't know i think it it comes down to you as a couple i think so too you know f- i i wouldn't have minded yeah uh, uh, helping out right to pay for the engagement ring but i think right. jackson is the kind of person that would want to pay for it all in his own because okay. it's like that traditional approach of showing me that he can, you know, financially take care of me, showing my parents he's financially prepared. Like, I think that is probably the, the traditional take on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But how do you feel about it? I think so too. I think my, my fiance, Carlo is in a a similar boat kind of going for that more traditional route. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, not, not wanting to like, for lack of a better term like burden you know your partner or stress them out with that um but it's it's definitely something i never thought of because i was only thinking about it in the traditional sense but it definitely comes down to like individualism especially like if somebody has a particular style and it's way out of the original budget like that's true you have to Mm -hmm. sacrifice Mm -hmm. so that's it's really interesting
0: yeah if you're like looking for a $10,000 engagement yeah. ring, and your partner is like, My budget's three. Right. You know,
1: right. Yeah. Then you
0: might have to you contribute have to. a little bit. A little bit. A little
1: bit. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up an extra job. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, honestly, you <laughs> might have to. Uh, and we do not want people going into debt for weddings. No. No. Um, but they, so, yes, they do leave an update saying thank you so much for all your answers i would have never expected it to be that common i'm from germany and while people would obviously hint what they like most of the time would never ever choose a ring for themselves choosing yeah. something that expensive for yourself would be considered extremely materialistic and a little gold digger oh oh ah, okay. that's uh that's a german thing <laughs> I get, i'm like <laughs> i would have never looked at it from that point of view um and they finish off of course that's not the case when it's perfectly normal in other countries but just to explain why i was a little weirded out by all the women asking lol uh yeah and i you know every culture is different um but i say like no matter where you're at in the world like you can pick out nice things for yourself
1: yeah i think so too <laughs> yeah a, so it's a simple joy yeah. yeah
0: yeah like go for the finer things in life yeah. it's fine um okay so hopefully that helped anybody out there trying to understand the ring shopping shopping. experience a little bit yeah if there's one thing that's always made me nervous when thinking about becoming a bride, it's been the color of my teeth. I've never had the brightest or the whitest smile, so that's why I'm thanking God for Bride Bright. I just put in my order at BrideBright.co and was so excited to see that they actually had a couple's kit available. So I have a Bride Bright kit, and Jackson will have a Groom's Glow kit. And I can't wait to share our results with you guys after spending our 10 minutes for 10 days on working toward a brighter and whiter smile. So if you bridal babes out there also want brighter whiter teeth, you can use code BUZZ for 40% off your online purchases. Yes, you heard that right, BUZZ for 40% off. All you need is that 10 minutes for 10 days for you to start seeing real results on your smile. I think something like this is so worth it for wedding season, especially since we spend so much on our photography and our videography. So why not have the best, brightest, whitest smile on your big day? I'm also really excited to try their stay bright on the go wipes while I'm drinking red wine for three days straight on my bachelorette party. So I will definitely let you guys know how that keeps my smile brighter. And again, head to bridebright.co and use the code buzz for 40% off of your purchase. So speaking of RSVPs, Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> this story, it uh, the title is, is it normal to feel like no one is coming? I'm getting married next weekend. I sent out invites about a month ago and not a single person has RSVP'd. I know a couple I know a couple we got the addresses wrong, but they weren't coming anyway, apparently. Is this normal? Not even some of my personal friends have RSVP'd and my caterer is asking for a headcount that I don't even have. I also can't black out rooms for anyone because I don't have an estimate. I feel kind of awful. Like people don't actually care about us as much as we thought. I also have a pit in my stomach. Like no one's going to show up. We planned for about a hundred. This to me is like so relatable because it's, um, when I threw my sweet 16 Uh little vulnerable moment, bridal babes, I don't know if I've shared this. Um, a popular girl in my school also planned her sweet 16 for the same night as mine. And like my best friends, of course, decided like RSVP'd yes to mine, but I had invited like 50 people Mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, my five best friends were like, said that they would come and it was so traumatizing for me I never wanted to host a party again
1: yeah (laughs) like
0: even for my own bachelorette party I was like oh my gosh are they gonna come right are they gonna you know are they gonna have a better offer available that they're gonna you know decide to ditch me for like I relate to this so much just because it's one of my personal traumas and triggers yeah um but I think what's hard to hear here is that the, uh, the invitations were sent out a month before the wedding
1: and that's cutting it a little little close. close. Yeah. I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a month and the weddings next weekend, like every blog I've read has has given us that timeline of like Mm -hmm. at least the three to five month mark. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that, you know, it's, It's kind of a scary thought to have like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm expecting this many people. I've invested this much time and like money for it. I, you know, but I think like the, the people that really love and value and cherish them, like they will make an effort to be there. Um, but yeah, that one month is, is a short, you know, could be a short notice, could be lost in the mail. People forget sometimes to Mm -hmm. RSVP. So it, it sounds a little bit challenging. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I don't know, you know, how long they were engaged for, what their situation was, if they, right. you know, they didn't have another option. But right. um, personally for me, you know, my guests have to RSVP a month before the okay. wedding starts yeah. like yeah. that. So at the time her invitations went out is the time that my RSVP deadline is is cut, is off. cut off. Yeah. So if we, if we don't have any RSVPs a month before the wedding, right. I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know... <laughs> at least we have a month to figure it out. Right. That's right. a little bit of time. Um and I just feel bad for OP that they don't have a lot of time to figure this to out. Figure it out
1: yeah because those like the caterers asking some of the other vendors are going Mm -hmm. to be asking for that final count so i i can see how that would just be difficult to figure out the plan yeah Yeah.
0: and it's like the last thing you should be stressed about the week
1: before your wedding so true so so true oh
0: so painful so the first comment top comment says start making phone calls you have to tell your caterer something The next top comment says, it's totally normal for some people not to RSVP, or for a large number of declines, especially because of the pandemic and travel issues. But it's a little unusual that you've heard from none. Did you put RSVP cards in the invite? Have you talked to people in general and gotten a sense of if they're coming? Are guests local or will they have to travel? Might be hard after a holiday weekend with work schedules? I'd probably put a mass text or social media message out there and try to get a sense that that way so you're not paying for wasted meals. And it looks like OP responded. I think they deleted their account, though, so it's showing up as just, like, deleted. Okay. Um, but it says, there were RSVP cards attached to the invitations, and I sent a free stamp with each one so they didn't have to pay for postage. I know some got sent out to the wrong place, but we called them, and most of the out-of-town people won't be able to make it anyways. It's pretty disheartening. My own grandmother isn't even coming. This would have been the last time I could see her alive, most likely, and she decided not to come. She comes down when she passes by to go to Disney World every year, but this year she just isn't stopping. Mm -hmm. My fiancé's own mother said she was only going to be there for the ceremony and leave. I'm so worried I planned this expensive party for people who don't even care to celebrate with us. Oh, that is so oh, sad.
1: That's, that's terrible.
0: So I have an edit on the original post. Okay. She, they don't give a gender. They say, thanks for all the insight. For clarification, I'm marrying the son of someone considered the black sheep of his family. So it may be that her kid getting married isn't as important, which sucks, but that's life. I've contacted as many people as would respond in 24 hours, and our number of people we know are coming is 50 out of the 100 invited. We will round up to 60 for the caterer just in case. I appreciate the advice and don't plan on getting married again, or else I'd say I'll take that advice next time. (laughs) Most of the out-of-town people will not be there, period, except for the ones who had accommodations handled for them. And probably a bunch of people were giving them advice that was like, That would have been nice to know.
1: Right. You know Yeah. You can't go back in time. Exactly.
0: But at least fifty
1: people have said yes. Yeah, that that's a good amount, you know. And if she if they save some costs here and there, that's perfect. Uh huh. You know, it's not going to just be them too. The yes, wedding. exactly. Yeah.
0: And yeah, you're only spending half of what you expected on catering. Perfect. Which is a
1: big ticket item. The honeymoon is now longer. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, double Let's the go. price of the honeymoon. <laughs> exactly. Um, and whoever is meant to be there will be
1: there. I 100% agree with mm-hmm. that. I 100% agree.
0: And, uh, I mean, to be the black sheep and to be, you know, probably consistently treated just differently than the rest of your family has got to be so painful, but it's, this is the time of your life where you're making your own family. Yeah, You're establishing your unit with your forever person. And while you want mom to be on your side, while you want grandma to be there at the end of the day you are establishing a a new family unit Mm -hmm. with you and your partner. Mm -hmm. And if, as long as you guys are on the same page. Yeah. As long as you guys feel the love from each other, like that is the most important thing moving forward. Yeah. Um, And if you need external approval, external support to feel secure in your relationship, you might want to go to do some premarital counseling or just marriage counseling in general, because I don't think that's, you know I don't think you should should lean on f- needing that from other people
1: yeah yeah I agree with that you know I think that's a good point you're building your own family unit you have your own set of values your own set of you know wishes and desires for the future and I think that's good advice to take forward
0: yeah 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 well I you know I hope the the party of 50 was so much funner than the party of 100 could have ever been So I think we have time for one more. The title of this story is, am I being a culturally insensitive? Okay. I hate it when there's typos. It really throws me off when I'm reading it out loud. Me too.
1: Me too. It's very hard.
0: Okay. Am I being culturally insensitive because I don't want my mother-in-law to wear white? (laughs) I have posted here a few times, namely about my lack of care for a lot of wedding related issues in my rather laissez faire attitude about being a bride. I really try to not get upset about anything or ask for too much. I did not want a bridal shower, engagement party, bachelorette, etc. I am personally against asking for that much time, energy, money from people, but I know this isn't everyone's preference or desire. This is the first time I felt high maintenance and out of place for a request. My future mother-in-law is really insistent on wearing a family dress to my wedding. It's white, beaded, etc. It is actually more elaborate than my dress, lol. I said that it really wouldn't be okay after hearing her talk about it to my future spouse. I then was told I'm being insensitive to her culture. This was all after a conversation about, quote, losing her baby. Am I being a jerk? I feel I'm being selfish, but my family says that it's inappropriate. I also feel I'm in some Freudian fever dream. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) I did Google wedding norms in her country, and it says that white dresses are really not okay for anyone but the bride. That said, it's Google, and countries have different subcultural norms. Mm. Advice appreciated. Heart emoji. Wow. -hmm.
1: Well, I i did not know well i guess it does make sense that there are different cultural norms in terms of like what you can wear for weddings but i guess i never thought of like the color being Mm. you know being dictated or um you know that it is a little bit tricky it sounds i think maybe in in the original poster's mind they're like i have not asked for much this is the one thing i am asking for so i could see how that would be frustrating but Um, you know, and I definitely acknowledge that and, and, you know, sitting with that is going to be important, but I think if it's going to cause like a riff in the family dynamic, like an add extra stress, then maybe just kind of letting it be, Mm. um, I could see how, how it would be tricky though, especially if the dress is more elaborate (laughs) than her very own. So, you know, if like a mitigating conversation doesn't work or, you know, maybe the, Maybe the trade-off is you can wear that at the reception, but not at the ceremony. Right. Like maybe something like that could could be an alternative, but that's, yeah. that's definitely pretty dicey. Yeah.
0: I think for me it would be different if, she, if the mom was coming from a culture where white was normal yeah. for mothers of brides yeah. or just like anybody to wear at a wedding. Right. But I think when you are walking into another culture's – traditions which Mm -hmm. here in America the bride is the only one that wears white Mm -hmm. I think you have to do your your best to respect what the couple is wanting to implement Mm -hmm. at that wedding yeah and and like this is barely even even relevant like it's not even a culture like it's not a cultural thing that you know she's combating with it's not something that she was raised with and now she can't practice it's like where is this coming from right why the white dress yeah Why not? Why not anything else? Yeah. You know,
1: that's, yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Like, is it, I've never heard of that before. Not saying it doesn't exist, but is the color really like dictated for this specifically the mother of the bride that she is insisting on wearing white? Right. That's what's confusing about it.
0: Yeah. Like, why is she so insistent? (laughs) Yes. It she's like, my mother-in-law is literally really insistent on wearing this dress. And I think if it was like, even if it was more simple a little bit, yeah, uh, if like if it didn't have beading, there are certain things that make a dress very bridal. So true, like beads and lace. Yeah, that as soon as you see it on a white dress, you're like, that looks like a bridal dress.
1: So true. Yeah, so true. Like bows, all those kinds of Mm -hmm. things. Yeah, yeah.
0: But even still, just like avoid. And I've had this issue recently where. much do I really want to share about my personal life. (laughs) Um like one of the grandmothers bought a an outfit that was like like cream.
1: For the wedding.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. (laughs) And
1: I had to be like,
0: look, I'm not trying to be like this OP. I'm not trying to be like a crazy bride. Right. But you have one job, don't wear that. Like Please. True. This is my wedding. I would really appreciate if you don't wear, literally, a cream-colored jumpsuit. Um, just because, like, yeah, I'm only getting married once, and I want to be the only one in white. Yeah. And to each their own. You know, if this bride was coming from a place of like, you know, I don't really mind. I would prefer to be the only one in white. But if it's I'm, it's not the hill I'm going to die on. Right. Like, right. then you know, I'd say, what is is your relationship with your mother-in-law going to be affected negatively if you really try and combat this, you know, like what is the, what's worth it here? You know, where are you going to really put your energy and how is it going to affect the relationships long-term? Because I think that's more important than being the only person wearing a certain color. Yes. But you could also say the same thing to this mother-in-law of like, put yourself to the side yeah. because are, is this gonna be the hill you're gonna die on? Yeah. You know, are you really gonna force yourself into a white dress on your daughter-in-law's wedding day? Right. Is it worth it? Right. You have nothing else you can wear? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I agree. Top comment, being culturally respectful goes both ways.
1: Mm. she should
0: accept that in your culture wearing white is insensitive and you can compromise by accepting cultural stuff from her background that said at the end of the day if she shows up in a white dress it is only going to reflect poorly on her Mm. yep okay yeah right it's like that's that's embarrassing for her at the end of the day
1: yeah like you're going through the pictures and you're like Mm -hmm. (laughs) something doesn't look right here Mm -hmm. yeah that's true
0: yeah bridal babes take a trip down wedding shaming subreddit and you will see so many mother-in-laws showing up in white wedding like it is it's real and i don't know what's going through people's minds that they're like thinking on this day i will wear white yeah like yeah Do you really need attention that badly? Right. And it's negative attention. Like, why do you want negative attention from people on someone else's wedding day?
1: Yeah. I don't want to get dirty looks Mm -mm. (laughs) when I'm just trying to enjoy myself at the reception. Right. Yeah.
0: And there's this like, uh, these TikToks or people, I don't even know where it's from, but I've heard stories of people being like, if you show up to my wedding in white, I will personally throw red wine on your dress. Oh, wow.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm not that extreme, but there will be a lot of red wine at my wedding. So I'm not saying it (laughs) won't be spilled by somebody else.
1: The maid of honor is going to have it prepared. Just so y'all know. Oops. (laughs) My bad.
0: Oh, you were standing there? I thought that was where I dumped my wine. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just like rule of thumb in the US, don't wear white to someone else's wedding. Yeah. Summary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Basically sum it all up. Um, And I hope, you know, mom... And daughter-in-law can have a conversation about just like coming to a mutual agreement and being on the same page Um, because this is only the beginning. If this is a problem that's coming up, it's not going to stop here.
1: So true. So true. And You know, it sounds like she was mentioning like, well, my only like baby is being taken away Mm -hmm. and feel like there could be a whole other understory or something else beneath the surface that needs to be addressed. Yeah,
0: Mom's got some personal obstacles she needs to work through. uh, And the wedding is probably triggering some things. And I really do think there's something to people showing up in white on the wedding day, you know, like purposefully. I could understand somebody wearing like this grandma she wasn't intentionally trying to wear white on my wedding day she just she sees it more as a beige where I'm like well it says cream on the tag
1: you're like look (laughs) that's
0: like a shade of milk you know yes
1: yes (laughs) nothing within that shading
0: yeah like even beige I'm like just go as far away from light neutral tones as possible that's my personal preference um but yeah so if it's intentional like there's something there's something up There's something a little bit unhinged in that person's approach toward life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't want to get too, too sassy about it. But yeah, mom needs, mom needs to just come to terms with the fact that, uh, yeah, her baby's getting married and it's not to her. It's not to her. There's like this concept of enmeshment. Have
1: you heard of that? Yeah yeah
0: where mothers and fathers can they'll do it too they they will raise their children to basically be the perfect partner that they would want and so then when their child finds their life partner mm-hmm. they're like jealous that their fu- you know future daughter-in-law is getting that perfect partner huh. and they're not and it's like really gross, but it's real. But it's a real thing. It's a real interesting. thing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Where parents, they just want, you know, they want to raise their son or daughter to be the perfect person, which is yeah. totally fair. Right. But, and part of that is being, you know, a, the perfect partner. And sometimes it's really hard to get out of these enmeshed re- relationships. Yeah. Like, I and can it's. See that. I They don't say anything about how their partner is reacting to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about how her future spouse is kind of like joining in yeah. and weighing in and kind of talking to yeah. mom about this. I'm curious to see because if this is a situation with enmeshment, he's not going to say anything. True. He's True. he is going it is going to take everything in his body to be forced to talk to his mom about this. Right. Because his mom is his his person, his person. and his mom yeah. raised him to be that way it's not his fault you know and so he has to break that cycle i'm not a psychologist but this is what i'm guessing is happening going on
1: here (laughs) let's bring him on the pot let's ask right
0: (laughs) i have some questions (laughs) rio blue 93 come on tell all (laughs) spill the tea there are some people on the wedding subreddit that i see consistently and i'm like i need to reach out to them yes like traveling bride is one of them their username is traveling bride and i see them all the time uh, commenting on people's posts. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I guess that's it for today's weddit stories.
1: Oh, wow. They were, they were pretty good. They, right? they were very thought provoking. Yeah.
0: definitely. Yeah. That's what we try to do here at bridal buzz. Yes. We want to get the, uh, the brain juices flowing, yes. uh, and you know, remind everybody that they're not alone and we're all so in true. this together. So yeah. true. It
1: goes a long way it yeah. really does yay yeah well thanks natalie for yay, coming on the show uh, i can't wait to
0: dig into these i think i'm gonna grab that rice christy me
1: too i'll take the marshmallow yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again thank you cake shop for sharing these with us Beautiful. it's very exciting Delicious. and so if people wanted to follow you online, if they wanted to find more about you, where's the best place to do that?
1: Yeah, Um, follow me on Instagram at Natmosphere. Um, I also have a public Twitter, it's just Natalie-Sphere, my last name. Um, And I would love to connect with any brides-to-be, any bridal babes. Yay, yes,
0: (laughs) Natalie is here for you. She's an amazing bride, obviously she came on the show and is just like an open book, so we love that. Thank you again for coming Aww.
1: Thanks for having me. It was yes. my pleasure. It was. Yes. Yes.
0: And Bridal Babes, don't forget the buzz does not stop here. Make sure you turn on that subscribe, notifications, like, leave us a review. We leave new we release new episodes every week uh, all about wedding tips, wedding advice, everything you could imagine when it comes to being a bride or a groom. And we're everywhere online. We post TikToks, reels, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, wherever. We'll be there. Find us and DM us. Let us know how your wedding planning is going. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs)